Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready. Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of the Pleasure Zone, Pleasure Diva and Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Well, good evening, sweet pleasure seekers. You have entered the Pleasure Zone. How did you do that? You just, you chose it. You're so smart, and you're probably extra freaking adorable, let's face it, because I like listeners of The Pleasure Zone are extra freaking adorable. So tonight, we're actually going to be talking about, it's a bit of a continuation from my conversation I was having last week about uh, women having painful sex, and I, I realized after doing research for last week's show that I really couldn't pull men's and women's information into one show. So we are men this week. Why would we talk about pain on a show? Well, we've talked about some pretty interesting things uh, lately on the show, including things like, um, you know, taking it to a different level with stretching uh, different body parts. We've talked a little bit about uh, torture, how that has led to, you know, different things people are using today for pleasure. And I wanted to look at some physiological things going on for people that also create pain. Not just as in BDSM, let's create pain for the sake of pleasure, but I'm talking about pain as in, oh my gosh, that's so painful, I don't think I want to have sex kind of pain. And I'm pretty sure that there is a bit of a a thing in the world where women and men in general, like there isn't a lot of talk about men having pain in sex. You might hear more women talking about it um, and then you might hear men talking about women having pain but faking it so they don't have to have sex with them. You know, there's a lot of judgment, a whole lot, like barrels, barrels and barrels of judgment attached to pain with sex. And I think even men, this is, and I'm not, uh, I'm not in a man's body in this lifetime, so I don't know this for sure, but from my perspective or from my my wisdom, shall we say, my point of view in a way, but also my awareness, my awareness is that we don't talk about men having pain and sex, but men don't talk about pain and sex in general. It's demasculating. You know, it's kind of a way that if men talked about pain and sex, they might feel like they're not very manly, right? So how many men want to do that? I don't think very many. Well, we are going to dive into this topic in a pretty in-depth way, and there are a lot of medical explanations for pain during sex um, so we are going to dive into those and there are some emotional um, aspects to this as well just like women have emotional aspects to pain and sex as well before we totally dive in though i'd like to just let you guys know a little bit about me and how to find me especially if you're listening to this show and this intrigues you and you're like wow this is fantastic this woman's so crazy i want all so you can find all of the archives to all of my shows on the Inspired Choices Network under the Pleasure Zone. When you seek, um, when you search for hosts, you can look under the Pleasure Zone, and you'll find over 200 of my shows in there. It's actually over 215 or something now, maybe 220. Don't even just keep on growing. So, one of the things that I do in the world is I create this radio show, and what I found over the last few years is that what my real what really excites me in the day is hearing when people have more pleasure in their life. I love stories of when people say, you know, something was going poop or my body felt painful and then now oh now I have ease and I have pleasure and I can have more pleasure in my life. Or if people talk about having sex that's not fun and then they go and, you know, they change something and then all of a sudden sex is fun for them. I love watching change in people where they go from having lack of pleasure and ease to loads of pleasure and ease. And that's, that's actually the main thing I do on this planet is I facilitate everybody to have more pleasure and ease in their bodies, in this embodiment. And it's through different uh, methods. I do it through energy work, through body work, through uh, facilitation, through this radio show, through my humor 
on social media and through emails and different um, ways that you can connect with me. If you'd like to be part of my uh, email list, you can always go onto my website, melitzajelinek.com, and sign up for my emails there. Love to have you join to get more information. I only send them out maybe once a month, um, and I do have a mailing list for people who have actually paid into certain mailing lists so that they get extra added information. So those things are available as well. I also host things, and I facilitate classes, and some of the classes I facilitate are things like the Access Bars class. And uh, coming up soon, I'm going to be having a class on um, my mom and I are actually developing a course so that we can facilitate the body work that we both do in um, more of a way that's accessible to people rather than having the thousands of hours of training we have to do. We're actually trying to make it more accessible so that more people can be utilizing this amazing body work that we do. And we're adding a lot to that as well. So just tune for that information. Um, we're developing names and programs around that. So I'm really excited to be launching that in the next near future. And also in the meantime, if you want to find me, you want to come play with me in person, I have an amazing event coming up April 5th to 8th, uh, 2019. You're listening to this as a podcast in the future. Uh, so April 5th to 8th in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, I'm doing an event for healers and coaches. So all healers and coaches, do you hear me? I welcome you. I have some room still left. It's going to be an intimate group of, of healers and uh, and coming together for facilitation, for trades, for exploration, for play, and for just getting to know some more people and maybe collaborating on new ideas. So I'm really excited about this creation. I'm really excited to see where it's going. I have ideas for where, you know, the people who are choosing this, I have ideas for, like, what this will create for us in the future um, collectively and, and all kinds of things. So I'm really curious to see um, what other people are aware of on that front. So... Yes, if you'd like to come play in person and you'd like information about that, please feel free to message me. You can email me, melitzajelinek at hotmail.com. You could send me a message through my um, through my website. So that's another way to do it. So melitzajelinek.com uh, is my website. Sorry, melitzajelinek at hotmail.com is one way you can write to me, but then you can use my email if you like. You can Facebook message. Make sure that you friend me and send me a message instead of just friending me and not sending me a message because I have 100 people that I haven't friended yet on social media or whatever followed back, all those are things. And I only follow and friend you back if I know why I'm friending you. So tell me why we're being friends. So that would be helpful. So, wow. I didn't realize I had so much to say about that, but I do have so much to say about uh, men and painful sex. So I will talk a lot about, oh, there's so many, so many, so many reasons, boys, boys and girls. And I want to include the girls in this because I think we often, as women, we sometimes don't even realize that men could possibly be having pain and sex and possibly men who are having pain and sex don't want to talk about it. So we might feel rejected or dejected. Or guys who have guys as lovers, you know, they might not feel like they can tell you about that. So you might feel rejected you might wonder what's going on. So it's some things to just be aware of in case there's something going on. Uh, number one is to have super um, open conversation. I'm a huge fan of if there's something going on, guys, if you're having sex with your partner, I certainly hope to the goddess that you actually have the courage to talk to your partner about what's going on with you physically. So if you're having sex with them, you know, that's pretty pretty vulnerable. If you're willing to do that, are you willing to have a conversation? And you know what's crazy? Is that most people are willing to have sex, get naked, and bump body parts, but they're not willing to have the conversation. If you've got pain anywhere in your body, have the conversation. If you've got pain in particular regions, if we're talking you have penile or scrotal pain or anal pain, like there are things we need to talk about. So what I find interesting is that the research that's out there for men about pain and sex all revolves around the penis and scrotum. And there isn't a lot of talk about the anus, and we will talk about that for men as well. Men do have anal penetration on occasion, and there can be pain, so we need to talk about that. So so the, one of the number one things that comes up for you know explanations of why there would be pain um, 
I may actually write an article for this because there's so much information here. I may actually write one for men and one for women. So uh, look for that in the next coming weeks. If I have some time, we'll do that. Um, so yes, or you can make a list if you like. So for men in uh, general, one of the main things, the most common probably reason for pain during sex is a sexually transmitted infection, STIs as I call them. They used to call them sexually transmitted diseases, but now we're politically correct in their sexually transmitted infections. Things like herpes or gonorrhea, if you leave them untreated, can create an immense amount of pain, pain during urination, pain during sex. Um, you know, herpes, if you have if you have herpes breakout on the tip of the penis or on the shaft of the penis, oh, sweet lordy, I can't even imagine the agony that that would create. And I don't even want to imagine it. But another thing to be aware is if you have that, if you're having an STI and you're having pain, please, oh please, do not have sex when you have an STI. Sexually transmitted infection, guess what? That means it's an infection, and that means that it's highly risk-related sex that you're having if you're doing this. And guess what? You can wait. Wait until your body heals, just body heals. So herpes is one of those things. It's a virus. It can stay dormant in your body for many years. You could have... Herpes in your body being passed on to you from your mama from when you were a baby, and you might not have an outbreak till you're in your 20s even. And you might go, oh, my God, and you might lash out and think it's your partner who's given you herpes and blame them and shame them and tell them it's all their fault. But it's not because these things like herpes can be in your body for years, years and years before they actually show up. So, so if that's coming up, um, you need to talk to your partner because it can be creating extremely painful sex. So STIs are one of the number one most common things that would create um, pain during sex. And, you know, there's a lot of stigma that comes around STIs as well. People, even though there's something like 75% of the population has some form of herpes, herpes including oral herpes, um, you know, genital herpes, chickenpox, uh, uh, mononucleosis, those are all variations of the herpes virus. So if you've had any one of those, you've got the herpes virus in your body. And guess what? That herpes, it just goes to sleep. It just takes like a really nap and sometimes it goes comatose for the rest of your life. But it's still there. It's just sleeping. It's not dead. Isn't that wonderful? No. <laughs> so, But others like uh, bacterial infections can be cleaned up with antibiotics. Um, things like herpes can be sort of subdued with antivirals. So, Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. And um, just before break, I was talking about uh, STIs. So some of the things that we were talking about were definitely if you're having an issue like a sexually transmitted infection uh, that are we used to call them STDs, now we call them STIs. Don't know why, but anyway, I think it's politically correct. Remember, remember, remember to go seek out assistance and get that fixed. Get that fixed up. Get your prescription, get that healed before proceeding with sex because, A, it's going to be painful for you, but you can definitely transmit it to others. And that's just not cool, man. That's not cool. So the next part, um, I don't know if I, I don't know if you guys heard this part because I lost my hear. I lost my hearing. And so I don't know if I mentioned already phimosis, but I'm going to talk about it again because it's, it's, I think, uh, something that most people haven't heard of. And it's also uh, something to be aware of. So for guys out there who have foreskins, um, there's something called phimosis, which can be a tearing or a tightening of the uh, of the foreskin, and that can actually lead to a lot of issues. So uh, I was just about to tell you a little story about that because, you know, I got stories about everything. But uh, in my 20s, I had a friend slash neighbor um, they were a married couple, and the the fellow, so he was my age at the time, maybe older, he had what would have been phimosis. I mean, we didn't know the name for it, but we just know that this guy had a pain um, during sex with his foreskin, and it actually tore and caused him, he, as he would call it, the most cruciating pain of his life. So the tears can be very painful, for sure. And he actually had to go and get um, a circumcision in his 20s done so that he, you know, the tear wouldn't re-tear, wouldn't have tissue uh, in that way. So he had to get the, the tear com- basically completed and turned into a, turned into a, um, in, into a circumcision. So pretty hardcore. So these things do occur, and it's something to be aware of. So if you are having a like a sense of tightening in the foreskin, if you're having inflammation, um, get that looked after because sometimes you can ha- you can actually take to reduce the inflammation. Sometimes uh, other measures are required, like getting the um, foreskin removed. So different things for different issues on that front. Of course, that issue doesn't occur if you are circumcised. Some people use that as... Um, an excuse to circumcise their sons. Sometimes they'll use it as a, well, you should circumcise your boy. It's more um, hygienic. None of those are true. It's actually, none of those were ever true. They were actually just religious purposes to get the foreskin uh, removed. So, um, you know, I would really, if you were really going to get this done for a kid, getting the foreskin removed, that's a whole other conversation for another day. But definitely check the body of the child. 
you know, and ask it and be conscious, you know, would you like to be circumcised, you know? Some maybe do, some maybe don't. Okay, so there's another thing called a priapism. Priapism is spelled P-R-I-A-P-I-S-M. It's an interesting word. And it's actually a condition where there can be a sustained erection for no particular reason. Um, it can just be erections out of the blue. There may be no sexual arousal even. There there may be nothing that stimulated it. There's just an erection that occurs. It can be quite painful, and it can last for a sustained period of time. You know, you've probably seen in movies, you probably have guys who are taking things like Viagra, and they take like four of them, and then they have an erection for 10 hours, and they have to go to the hospital because there's pain. Well, there's a lot of pain rushing, a lot of blood rushing to an area for an extended period of time, like hours and hours and hours, where most men don't normally have an erection for hours and hours and hours. So that can actually create a lot of um, a lot of pain for some guys. So just something to be aware of. Another cause and is uh, for so there's so many allergens that can actually cause. Uh, pain during sex um, and pain on the penis. So if there's pain on the penis, then you go to have sex, there's still going to be pain. So it's not necessarily directly related to intercourse, but some of the ones can be. So some men are actually, some men's um, skin of their penis is actually allergic to different vaginal fluids or, you know, it could be also allergic to chemicals found in lubes. Um, so, or, you know, chemicals found in different um, contraceptions, like, I don't know if people still use the sponge, but they used to be able to get uh, spermicidal jellies that would kill off the sperm. So those kinds of things may actually cause uh, reactions. Um, pH levels in the vagina can cause that too, depending on sensitivity level. And you can actually have tests done to find out if you're having an or uh, I even have a friend, a woman though, who's allergic to latex, and I actually have a male friend who's allergic to latex as well. So the use of latex condoms are out of the out of the picture. So they have to use things like lambskin, um, and they are coming out with alternatives because more and more people are allergic to latex. They're finding so that's something that's coming up a lot. So some of the other things. Uh, that you can be allergic to are things like, you know, soaps, detergents. You know, if you're, for example, if you're rubbing up against your partner, if you're rubbing your penis up against your partner and maybe they've used a certain kind of detergent on their clothes and they might be wearing clothes still or, you know, it could be like fine lingerie, but uh, your penis has a reaction to some of the soap you used or the soaps on their skin or perfumes they're wearing or lotions. So, there can be a lot of things that a penis can be allergic to. So strange but true, penises have allergies too. So that's just, uh, you know, get that checked for sure. You can get, especially the times when you're, like if you're allergic to a woman's vaginal fluid, you can get that checked so you can check, you know, is there pain before sex and after sex, but you can also have that, um, have the doctor do a, a, post, a post-coital test for you. And they'll do that, and they'll figure out whether it's the vaginal fluids that are creating the issue. So there's also a whole load of men who, not load, but I mean, isn't that funny? We're blowing a load, but um, men who have hypersensitivity in general, so just super sensitive uh, after orgasm and ejaculation, like can't go near that penis with a 10-foot pole, it's highly sensitive, and it can also make uh, intercourse quite painful because of the hypersensitivity. So you might have to, you know, be more gentle, be more aware. Having slower sex can help with that as well. And definitely uh, finding other ways to, you know, create pleasure with your partner are helpful. We definitely know that, and if you've listened to any of these shows, you know, there are uh, thousands of ways to create pleasure with your body. So if your penis is not up for the job, I'm sure there are other parts of you that are. So definitely look into that. So there, there's also a few other things for guys that 
So these are all, we're still under the medical stuff now, guys. So some of the other things are lack of lubrication. You can just imagine, like, women have an issue with lack of lubrication as well. And if, if a woman has uh, a lack of lubrication, there can be tearing in her vaginal canal. Um, sometimes in the labia, it depends on what's going on. And guys, too, if there's a lack of lubrication, the penis agitated, aggravated, there's nothing slipping around. It can be dry, it can be painful, um, and there can also be tiny tears that occur. And these tiny tears are one of the, you know, they're a huge issue. You can get, so here's an example. If somebody has a tiny tear in the penis or the vagina and fluids that go into the body that have infection in them, then those areas that are open are going to actually receive more of that um disease, say for example, um, let's just go with something really common like a like your common everyday vaginosis or maybe something to the effect where it's just basically a bacterial infection. So a guy has a woman has bacterial vaginosis, a guy has a penis, the bacterial vaginosis goes into the penis. That can create a lot of itching, agitation, and some other interesting issues as well. So um, lubrication is really key. You know, you can get amazing, great lubes out there, water-based lubes, silicone-based lubes, all kinds of lubes in the universe these days. Check them out because some lubes will work for you, some won't. Some are really tacky and sticky, some are more slippery. you got to find the lubes that work for you. So uh, especially when it comes to, you know, tears, having anal, so there can be a lot of pain both anally and um, the penis can have as well from tears. So, you know, that's something to be aware of. You know, guys having, having anal sex, um, you know, just be aware. You know, you need to have your anus lubricated if you're going to have anything inserted into it. And you definitely need to have your penis lubricated if you're putting it into an anus. Just so. You know, no, it seems obvious, but it's critical. <laughs> so, it's critical. We can get in a lot of pain. And not, I don't know. Ultimately, I suppose you could die from it, depending if you catch something or not. Um, if you have a big enough tear, I suppose. I don't know. That's kind of going extreme in my head right now. So, so we're talking about lack of lubrication as an issue. And then sometimes, you know, um, there can also be other forms of pain as well. So we've got the tearing, we've got ripping, and we've talked a lot about those with, you know, tearing of foreskin, all kinds of stuff like that. And we are going to talk about a few more different ways that there can be that men may have pain that are also physically related. But I'm not going to get into them this second. I'm going to get into them after break because we're just about due for a break. So we'll address some of those after the break. So uh, you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a healer or coach? Have you been craving having sessions and haven't had the time? You know that you can be a greater gift when you look after you. Is now the time? Join a group of beautiful healers and coaches, men and women from around the world at a quaint retreat in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, April 5th through 8th, 2019. Enjoy great food, trades with colleagues, and professionally led group sessions. What would your life be like if you gifted this to you? For more information, contact Milica at www.milicajelinek.com.
This is the Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, sweet pleasure seekers. We're seeking pleasure tonight on a show where we're actually talking a lot about pain. The main focus has been pain, uh, men having pain during sex, and like, what are the causes? What are some of the things we can do about it? So I have been talking about, as I've been talking about some of the causes, I've also been talking about some of the some of the the issues. For example, like STIs, and the doctor and getting some antibiotics is great if if the doctor stuff doesn't work for you there's so many alternatives out there as well like um, for bacterial infections using stuff like colloidal silver can be great but i can't prescribe that to you so that's something that you and i can't prescribe you medication i'm just here doing a show so if that's something you'd like to use um, definitely consult professional and get them to to work with you on getting um, the right doses for you and what will you um, so lots of alternatives out there if the medical system's not um, for you. So I'd like to talk about uh, the truly, truly physical anomaly that occur. Although the foreskin um, issues are a physical anomaly as well, we're going to talk about the full-on penile deformities and anomalies. Because why? Because ever since I was little, I loved looking at um, different medical books for deformities and somehow always landed on pages with interesting things like testicular cancer and things like elephantitis of the testicle, that would create a lot of pain. And if you're wondering, what are those? Oh, I dare you to Google search elephantitis of the testicle. I have to say it was one of the most factors I would look at in my grandfather's medical journals as a kid. I was like, wow, there was a goggle that went all the way down the size of his leg, and it was like a giant tumor that weighed probably more than it. So, yeah, those things fascinate me. So... (laughs) So that's the kind of weird I am. Um, And why did they fascinate me? Well, just in general, it's like, wow, bodies can grow the most interesting things. So that was intriguing. Like, how does somebody get that? Anyway, so some deformities are a little more common and less elephantitis of the testicle-like are things like hypospadias. I'm going to try and pronounce the Greek version of this. Hypospadias, which is actually scar tissue. Uh, just a really fancy word for scar tissue from traumas, uh, infections, and that can cause painful intercourse. The, like I mentioned, tumors can also cause painful intercourse, like elephantitis of the testicle. Cancer of the testicle can also cause pain. Um, you know, ca- you know, cancer anywhere, penile cancer can cause pain uh, for sex as well. So um, when you do have pain in your testicles or in your penis, definitely get it checked out, guys, because it can be something bigger. You don't want to just brush it away. You want to get that looked at. You want to deal with it, whatever level it's And if they don't figure it out the first time, go back and insist, insist, insist until it's looked after. So there's no reason for anybody walking around to not be able to get access to wellness for and I know there are countries where there is no access for that, and that's just not cool in my books. So we need to be able to get access for people to have health in general, and that's just me on a rant for a whole other day. But one of the things, too, that um, can create some pain during sex for men is things like you know, urinary tract stones. So definitely you want to get that looked at. Um, that can be really painful. If you're you know, about to pass a kidney stone, then some of the kidney stones can be pretty big. And as they make their way through all of the all of their tubes on their way out, they can create a massive amount of pain, which can leave some scarring in future. It can leave some, you know, you know, tearing and stuff. So that's something that can create long-term pain of people. So one of the most uh, famous, the most, one of the most famous, we'll call it, um, things that can occur to penises, 
that would create pain is something called Peyronie's. Now, if you've never heard of Peyronie's disease, you might have heard of guys having angled penises, and that would be Peyronie's disease for the most part. Peyronie's disease is where scar tissue forms on the inside of the penis, and it causes it to bend when it's erect. So some of these angles can be really extreme angles uh, to the point where men can't actually have intercourse or it can be extremely painful. The women um, who are having sex with the men with Peyronie's or his um, penis can actually be painful to even insert for him as well. So Peyronie's is not something that you're going to contract from somebody. It's generally a form from an injury. Like guys, you know, when you're little, you're falling off your bike onto the handlebar. Uh, not the handlebar, whatever that bar is called. The bar on your bike, that can cause um, things like Peyronie's. The angle um, angle, and different things, you know, having maybe you've been in a lot of fights and had your penis kicked or it can be scar tissue. You can get scar tissue in the testicles too. I knew somebody who had that growing up as well. So one of my... One of my friends punched another guy in grade five and gave him, I didn't meet them till I was older, till I was in grade nine or ten, but he had to have his testicles scraped out because there was scar tissue. At least that's how the story goes, and I've never really looked into it because the thought of it made me want to puke. It just seemed so incredibly painful and, and cruel to like kick somebody so hard they would have to be uh, having surgery. So Peyronie's disease, uh, scar tissue, what could you do about it? And well, there's a lot of things. And actually, Peyronie's disease is one that fascinates me because when I watch things like my favorite shows, like um, like Embarrassing Bodies on Netflix, they have had quite a few guys on with Peyronie's disease, and then they show different um, different options for what they've done to to change that up for guys. So, um, you know, definitely consult your doctor because they can they can send you to urologists and specialists that can do surgeries. For example, first choice is not always to go with surgery, unless maybe it's really extreme, um, and then your doctor would recommend that. But uh, one of the doctors says, there's a doctor, Erwin uh, Goldstein, he says that Peyronie's disease ends up being like an arthritis of the penis. So he uses arthritis meds with um, men who have Peyronie's disease. And he also has, states that there's a number of therapies for arthritis that can be used for Peyronie's, like anti-inflammatories. Uh, anti-inflammatories um, can be quite effective, apparently, in, um, in starting to reduce the angle or the pain from Peyronie's. So that's something that I found interesting, that scar tissue in general, um, scar tissue, according to Dr. Erwin Goldstein, scar tissue in the penis ends up being arthritis of the penis. I actually only thought of arthritis being in collagen uh, areas, but I suppose the penis has collagen there too. I don't know for sure, but uh, and in bones, so interesting stuff. So injections is another thing that um, is available for penis. Uh, sometimes doctors will choose to inject um, penis and injecting things like collagenase um, or calcium channel blockers or different things. Um, and they they really have they have some effect, but they're not the most effective injections. So it would just be to level out the angle, right? So if you put it in. Um, in a way, they're going to inject it in a way that's going to have the penis become straight upon erection. Um, steroids is another option. Steroids seems to be an option for a lot of diseases. I find whenever I look, whenever I'm looking things up, one of the go-to things for most uses a steroid of some type. Um, I'm not a fan of steroids, but that's just my interesting point of view. So you got to do works for you. And of course, surgery. Um, the surgeries that I work on embarrassing bodies include removal of the scar tissue, so sometimes that'll reduce the size of the penis. So for guys who have already got smaller penises, um, like a, say a man has a four-inch penis, reducing the penis by like an inch, taking out the scar tissue, can be more devastating on his ego than leaving the scar tissue and then putting something in on the other side. Um, like they'll take other tissues and they'll they'll put like an insert in, that's really fascinating what they can do. Just uh, 
whenever I watch the penis surgery, I, I feel like screaming, even though I don't have a penis, I feel their pain. And it's a while to heal that, right? So you're going to have to have recovery time for those things. Um, and f- for me, I would think like, man, if I'm the kind of guy who gets turned on by many things, having surgery wouldn't be great. Have to like avoid being turned on for a while because you can't have an erection. Yeah, that's the fun of a broken penis. Just, yeah, you got to take care of that. So, yeah, grafting things or prosthetic implants are a way to go as well. It's all very, like, it's amazing what's available now um, in terms of get help. Um, You know, these are most of these things, if you think about 100 years ago, um, even STDs and STIs, that we're now calling them, we didn't have solutions for these things. So almost everything that was causing for men and women, even in the last 100 years, uh, sexually was not being addressed. It wasn't something that really was, other than for women who were having hysteria, or so they thought, you know, you might get vibrated, but that was within the last 120 years. years. Um, But prior to that, nothing was being done uh, for pain. You know, probably was hardly talked about, and uh, the spread of disease was pretty rampant, and there wasn't a lot of hygiene going on, so people didn't really even think of, you know, even washing their genitals, and Boy, sometimes I think about like what life would have been like to be a prostitute in like the 17 and 1800s when you can't even wash your genitals off before you go off from the next person and who are they having sex with next? And it's just like the thought of it just makes me so incredibly grateful for being around in a time where I have access to clean water and I have soap. Certain things will trigger gratitude for me like crazy and having access to clean water and access to soap uh Everything that I ever see that reminds me how grateful I am for that is one of my go-to gratitudes. Thank God for clean water that I can drink and bathe in. And wow, I'm so grateful for that. So especially when we didn't know about um, you know, hygiene. And you know, I bet you in another hundred years from now we're going to know about so many other things that we're going to think you know, our nations, our, our families uh, in the future are going to look back and go, wow, our ancestors resting. Look at the things they did. <laughs> Ooh, they brushed their tooth with their toothbrush. Ooh, that's disgusting. You know, they're probably going to have all, ooh, they use soap bars. That's disgusting. They're going to come up with all kinds of things um, that we do that they're going to find probably disgusting. And I'm just interested to see where does hygiene go in the next 100 years. If I could just get in a time warp machine and see what happens, that would be fun. Oh, wow. Okay, so going on, one of the easiest things to do um, to start with, so when it comes to pain wicks, I would say is, like, check your positions. Are you entering uh, the vagina or the anus in a way that's comfortable or the mouth? Are you, you know, are you having penetration on an angle that's working for you, or is it awkward for you? So check your angles, check your body, see what it likes to do, and definitely work within what works for you first, and then go to the next steps. Like, okay, and then check, you know, is there a health issue going on? Is there um, anything like that going on? Go to a doctor and get these things addressed. So as much as there's all this physical stuff that's going on, what else could be going on with men? that we don't know about because, guys, you don't talk a lot. So I'm going to look at that um, actually after this commercial. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a healer or coach? 
Have you been craving having sessions and haven't had the time? You know that you can be a greater gift when you look after you. Is now the time? Join a group of beautiful healers and coaches, men and women from around the world at a quaint retreat in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, April 5th through 8th, 2019. Enjoy great food, trades with colleagues, and professionally-led group sessions. What would your life be like if you gifted this to you? For more information, contact Milica at www.milicajelinek.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. And we're talking about painful sex tonight. We're talking specifically about painful sex for men tonight and what are some of the causes. So I just spent the last three quarters of the show discussing different uh, physical things that may be contributing to uh, painful sex. And I also talked about some um, common solutions for that, like going to the doctor, for example, getting checked by a urologist, doing some things, you know, if allergies is like to avoid you know, if there's a scent allergy, avoid that scent. Avoid, you know, if you if you know that uh, it agitates your nose, it may agitate other parts of your body. So definitely have that lot. And changing positions during sex, we talked about that as well. Now there's some emotional boys. I know you like to think that you don't have any, but the truth is you have feelings too. It's true. And some of the emotional things to look at are you know, this with women, but this applies to you guys too, is number one, is sex a priority for you? Do you actually prioritize sex and does it matter to you whether you have it or not? So if sex is not a priority to you, is it possible that you're creating any of this in your body to avoid sex? Do you have a lack of trust in your partner? Because maybe you do and maybe you've created something in your body. You may have created a pain or um, even oh, I, I forgot to mention psoriasis is another thing that you can end up having on the penis. You can have different infections, even like ringworm and whatever, um, that can cause a lot of pain. So, so things that can actually be skin irritations like psoriasis, you know, emotional component to that for you. I know they say that it's um, it's something that is an autoimmune disorder, and I often wonder what's the underlying cause. So look at these things like what is what what are the benefits of having painful sex for you? You know, if uh, if anything emotional that's involved where you're actually trying to avoid sex with your partner, maybe your partner's too demanding, maybe they're too aggressive, maybe there's something going on that you don't like, maybe you just don't trust them. Aware of and then address that. Address that for you, and it's not about getting back in the sack with your partner, but address it for you so that you can move on in your life and have confidence to know that, you know what, your body could choose it if it wanted to, but you're not at the effect of it, so you're not going to feel victim to, you know, having painful sex. You're not going to feel victim to having a penis that's allergic to your partner, which is always intriguing to me because your penis might not be allergic to another partner. So wonder what that is like what is going on with your body that would choose to not uh, enjoy pleasure with your partner do you even enjoy having um, sex with that particular gender perhaps you're with a woman and you prefer to be with a man or perhaps you're with a man but you prefer to be with a woman it's hard to say but these are questions for you to ask yourself and have some um, discovery around that so as much as we assume, and we talk about men uh, having like super high sex drives, when a man doesn't, he's also highly judged for it. So, you know, guys, when you're going conscious, ask some questions of your body, like body, do you require intercourse? Do you require penetration? Body, what do you require? You know, penis, do you require penetration? And your penis bite me like, no, no, that's scary. I don't want that. Cool. 
what would you like? Would you like some touch? Would you like something else? Would you like to be touched on your back? Would you like to have your chest rubbed? Would you like, you know, make out? Do you want to kiss? Do you want, like, do you want a blowjob? Like, what body, what would you like? Because there's probably something that you would like, and maybe your body is just wanting to ease in and not have pain. Maybe your body is just wanting to ease in and receive, and maybe... Maybe now is a really great time in our lives to stop thinking that men and women are so different, that no, only women have painful sex and men can't, and then men don't want to talk about it. So maybe time that men, you can talk to your partners about all this. So would it be, you know, would it be a contribution for you to actually have a conversation with your partner about what's really going on for you? Because if you aren't, you know, it's so ironic and hilarious to me that we are willing to stick those body parts together, but God forbid we actually talk about it. So let's talk about it. So, whew, lots to say. That was just, I think I said that all in like one big breath. Good times. And then also wondering like what points of view do you have about sex? So if you're sticking yourself with a lot of points of view, if you've watched a lot of pornography and you just don't feel like you can quite... Um, you know, measure up to the guys on porn, you might have created a lot of judgment in yourself and your mind um, about that. To have sex, you might pull back and you might actually go, oh, that hurts, even though emotionally it hurts. Um, you might have manifested that in your body, actualized it as pain somewhere in your body. So that's something that um, I would definitely encourage you to look at, look at all of that stuff. And on a, and on a very um, pragmatic note, I'd actually like to remind you guys, if you don't do this already, to do check your balls, guys. Check your testicles regularly, every few months at least, to see if there's anything going on in the nodules or anything, any anomalies that shouldn't be. If you know what your testicles feel like normally, and then you can you can have sort of a baseline for that. If you hardly ever touch them, you might not know, and they might feel strange to you. Check out your balls. So if you don't know how to do that, there are videos out there to do testicular tests. So use those. Check them out and see what's going on. But you can check your penis if there's any nodules. So I want you guys to look after your bodies, look after your health. And if you require assistance, definitely go go to your expert and get that done. Listen to your bodies. Ask your questions. Honor your bodies. Have those conversations. And remember to stay tuned in. And what else, guys? What else? That's right. Stay turned on until next week when we talk about common, uncommon aphrodisiacs. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.